95% of the reason for hair loss is all related to hormones. And hair loss starts to happen after age 35 in women. And for men, it happens as early as 18 because that's where testosterone is shooting up. And so uh, what I recommend for women especially is... Welcome to Wellness, your ultimate guide to unlocking your full human potential through biohacking. I'm your host, Ashley Daly. I'm a former personal trainer, Pilates instructor, and nutrition expert with a degree in kinesiology. I'm here to guide and support you in elevating the quality of your life. Today's guest is Faraz Khan. He's an anti-aging and hair expert. Faraz started to experience hair thinning when he was an athlete in college, which led to years of anxiety, shame, and a loss of confidence. He tried to regrow his hair using vitamins, serums, shampoos, everything under the sun, but nothing worked. Faraz decided that he wanted to use a natural solution without side effects to regrow his hair. Faraz searched the globe and went on a quest to find out how do we get hair to regrow. He spent hours and hours with anti-aging and hair regrowth specialists from across the globe. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet him today. We are going to talk all things hair growth for both men and women. Spoiler alert, what we're going to be discussing today is his company called Fully Vital, which guarantees hair growth. And we have a special discount just for my listeners. If you want 15% off to regrow your hair, use code DEALY15 upon checkout. All capital letters, no spaces, D-E-E-L-E-Y-1-5 to save 15% on Faraz's hair regrowth product line, which comes with, oh, I can't give it away. You're going to have to listen to the episode to find out what you're going to get when you purchase the hair growth set from Fully Vital. All right, you guys, let's get to it. Faraz, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashley. I'm so glad to be here. For listeners who are hearing about you for the first time, give us a bit of your background story and why you started your company. Totally. So I was, this goes back to when I was in college, about 19 years old, and I was on the college soccer team, thought I was really cool, and just wanted to be cool, confident, and talk to women. And you know, what I realized is one day I was taking a shower and I looked down at my hands and it was just full of my beautiful hair. And I went, oh no, this is not happening. So that was the backdrop. A lot of stress about hair thinning early on in life. And that also got exacerbated by you know, the degree that I was in. I was doing engineering and then computer science later on. And so there's a lot of demanding degrees there. And there was a lot of time that I had to spend late at night in the labs. And so stress also took its toll. And uh, just the hair loss just kept getting worse. I, you know, went to natural <clears throat> physicians or Ayurvedic practitioners and so on to get some oils or some remedies to, to delay my hair loss or stop it. And I ended up putting like egg yolks in my hair and yogurt and none of those actually work and they're not even good. They smell of your house, don't do it. Uh, but I did use biotin and I used serums. And uh, at the age of 25, uh, while I was still working in tech, I got so exasper exas uh, exasperated by my hair loss that I went to a surgeon, a hair transplant surgeon, 
and I asked her to put me out of my misery and just transplant some hairs around so I could feel confident again. This has been so long, you know, it's, it's been seven years at that point. And she said to me, you haven't lost enough hair in any one area, so I can't transplant them, but I've got a pharmaceutical for you. And I go, okay, so what does it do? What are the side effects? And when she said, oh, it could have some sexual side effects, I'm going, I'm 25 years old. There's no way in hell I'm taking this pharmaceutical. So I go home, but then lo and behold, seven days of a lot of hair on my pillow. When I wake up, I called her and I said, okay, I'm in. Just give me the damn thing. So I took that for 10 years while I was working on my jobs in tech and then management consulting, which was also very stressful. And then I did, got into anti-aging and longevity a few years ago because I just wanted to be in this natural world. And what I learned is that I was trying to find, because my mother complained to me that she was losing her hair too. And going back to the story in college, when I started thinking about why I got hair loss or hair thinning, I looked, I thought about my dad's family. My dad's family had great hair genetics, like great hair on both my dad's side and my grandfather's side. But on my mom's side, all three of my mom's brothers were bald. And so I go, oh my God, I can't fight this. It's in the family, right? It's genetics. Uh, but luckily I was able to slow it down and then use that drug for 10 years. Um, that did slow it down as well. It didn't completely stop it, but it slowed it down. And then recently I said, what can we do naturally? Because I wanted to create something that my mother could use as well. And so I traveled to hair loss conferences, interviewed multiple hair transplant surgeons. And we spent about a year just thinking about, is there even something that could be done? And so the big aha movement for me was that I realized that a lot of women probably that are listening or even men um, have probably tried a supplement or a serum or something to combat or fight their hair thinning with little success. Let's be honest, even minoxidil has mixed success. And what I came to realize is that there's multiple pathways uh, or multiple things or multiple tools you have to use to fight the hair thinning from the inside out and the outside in. And so that's what we came upon this new idea for creating four different products that work in tandem to stimulate hair follicles to really grow hair. So that's my story. And that's the company. It's called Fully Vital. Oh, I love it. Okay. So there's a few things I want to unpack one by one. You sure. said some sexual side effects with the pharmaceutical that you tried. I'm guessing they are not pleasant sexual side effects. Can you go into what those are? Yeah, so a small percentage of men, when they take the pharmaceutical, it's called finasteride or propecia. Uh, when they take that, they could experience, you know, erections might not be so hard. They might have less sperm motility, uh, inability to maintain an erection. So things down there that men don't want to happen, especially when they're trying to get lucky or whatnot, when they have to perform and the thing doesn't work, really, really embarrassing, especially at a younger age. And so those are some, again, some men experience these side effects. Most men don't, but still it's something to consider. You also mentioned don't use egg yolks or avocados. Why not? And so I tried it. I mixed the egg yolk with the egg. I just kind of whisked it up and then put it in my hair. After about an hour, my hair was dry. Like it was caked with the egg and the whole apartment was smelling. It was smelling really, really bad, like sulfur. And it took a few days for that smell to go away. Same thing for yogurt. It dries pretty badly and then it just it smells of the whole apartment. So if you have roommates or you have friends that are going to come over shortly after, do not use any of these techniques. In addition, my grandma told me that every time you shave you, any part of your body where there's hair, typically the hair that regrows is thicker and fuller. And so I said, okay, I could be down for that. Out of desperation, I started shaving 
my head every eight months because I thought that was what was going to fix it. Lo and behold, it did not fix it. So don't try that if you're listening to this. Is that an old wives tale? I've heard that as well. I think so. I think so. My grandma told me and I was so desperate that I had to try it out. Now, what about Rogaine? I've heard it works for some, but not everyone. Why is that? Totally. That's a great question as well. So the way Rogaine works is what we understand right now. The science, I think we need to learn more about Rogaine. But what it does is we understand it, that improves your circulation to your scalp. And the way that it works is that the minoxidil, that's the Rogaine, that needs to get converted to a different active form on your scalp for it to work. There's an enzyme on your scalp, it's called sulfotransferase, that translates the minoxidil into the active form. Now, a lot of folks don't have enough of the enzyme to convert all the Rogaine that they're applying on their scalp. So that's number one. The other one has to do with compliance. Uh, What happens with Rogaine is it's usually mixed with propylene glycol, which is sticky, icky, and so it makes your kind of just and your scalp sticky as well. And so your hair doesn't look that good the next day when you apply it, so you are having to wash it off. And what I've learned with speaking with women, they don't like to wash their hair every single day. Men could be convinced to do it, even I don't like to wash my hair every day, but women especially, because it takes so long to dry it and style it and all that, uh, they don't want want to wash it every day. And so any solution, if you're not going to use it every single day, is not going to work that well. And so that's the other problem with Rogaine is one is the enzyme is there's not enough enzyme uh, some in some people and two there's not enough compliance because you have to wash it off. It's so sticky. So let's start with pharmaceuticals because they have the most data right from a stopping your thinning or reducing it drastically. Finasteride is excellent. Propecia that we talked about is quite effective and a lot of males, millions of males are using it around the world. The other item that's on that same spectrum is even stronger. It's called dutasteride. That's one that blocks both the enzymatic pathways. Finasteride only blocks one. And so dutasteride is even more stronger. Uh, And so there's different dosages of that you could try. Then, so those are both, uh, you take them orally, right? Finasteride and dutasteride. There's new combinations now where you can apply them topically in your scalp. And the whole theory behind that is that we don't want too much finasteride in the body because again of the dysfunction down there and so if you just keep it on the scalp then it will act on the hormonal impacts at the scalp where it's exactly where we want it to act now there's some mixed data on that as well typically it seems to do okay uh, again compliance seems to be an issue because if you, what are you mixing that uh, finasteride with is it mixed with propylene glycol which is sticky and icky and so are you using it every day many, many hours every single day. So those two are pretty efficient. Noxidil certainly works for some people. Rogaine works for some people. Again, if you're compliant and you use it one to two times every single day. There's also oral minoxidil that some people use. Um, so minoxidil, instead of using it topically, you could take it orally. It seems to be seems to have some promising data behind it, um, but it does also come with side effects like edema and swelling and your heart palpitations. So you've just got to be a little bit careful if you want to go down the pharmaceutical route. Uh, there may be options for you, but speak to people that are very well versed in the natural world and in the, uh, in the pharmaceutical world. Because depending on the, the bias of the person, you may get one side or the other. And then it, you may have experienced some side effects. Why isn't finasteride suitable for women? What finasteride does is actually reduces the conversion of testosterone into DHT, dihydrotestosterone. Dihydrotestosterone goes to your hair follicles and starts to shrink them. So by extension, if you're able to slow down or stop the conversion from testosterone to DHT, 
then you have a reasonable shot at stopping the hair thinning. And so that's why men take it. Now, with women, especially women of reproductive age, when you're trying to have a baby, uh, there's a risk that the finasteride could get into your bloodstream or your body. And if male fetus in your body, it could impact sexual development of that child very early on. So it's contraindicated. Do not take it if you're trying to get pregnant or thinking about having a baby. Even if the man that you're dating is taking finasteride and you guys are trying to have a baby, it should be you should have that conversation to have him stop for a while before you try to conceive. That's my recommendation. That's what some doctors have told me as well. Okay, that's helpful. So your hair, your thinning hair, losing hair had been an issue for years. What was that catalyst for you to go, I've talked to so many people and I've figured it out and I'm going to launch my own company? Great question. Um, When I got into anti-aging and longevity, I started a podcast like yourself, Ashley. And I was doing that for a few months and I asked myself, what is the number one insecurity that I have that I've had for a long time? What can I solve now that I have access to so many experts? What can I even try to make a dent in? And I said the first thing that popped up for me was, of course, my hair, because I was in Los Angeles at the time, and LA is a very, let's just say they look at you and they want you to look your finest, right? Appearance matters in LA. And I said, okay. And at that time, I was also, my hair was getting so thin that I was using a powder, like hair powder, black hair powder, fibers, to just put it in my hair so nobody could see my scalp. It was so embarrassing. I can talk about it now, of course. So that's what happened. That was the backdrop, intense pain for so long. And then when I got into this field and I said, can I actually find a way? Uh, So again, the, the catalyst was going to Thailand, flying to Thailand on very short notice to go to a conference with all the top hair transplant doctors and stem cell doctors and regenerative experts and everybody else that was, that had anything to do with hair were all there and I asked them point blank questions for five days straight. I did not party in Thailand. I was sleeping at 10 p.m., waking up at six and going to the conference and talking to doctors. So that was the catalyst of figuring out that yes, there are ways, but you have to do many things. Let's talk about how your product differs. When you start using the program, do you have to use it one to two times a day for the rest of your life? Walk me through what that protocol looks like. Beautiful, beautiful question, Ashley. So the way we designed this, we said, okay, how many ways could we stimulate the hair follicles to, again, to balance the hormones, to increase circulation? Circulation brings blood, oxygen, nutrients, vitamins, minerals that your hair needs to grow thick and healthy. How can we provide antioxidants? How can we reduce inflammation? We're going after so many pathways with each of our products, but the combination of four products is even more magical. So number one, we start with the supplement, which has about 27 superfoods and vitamins and minerals that help manage and create thicker hair. We can get into the details of what those are shortly. So number one is the supplement. Number two, we've got the serum that you apply topically on your scalp. So you take, you apply the serum once a day. Every, most of our users or customers apply it in the evening and then they go to bed and they wake up the next morning and it dries off. So that's the beauty is you don't have to wash your hair the next day and then you can be compliant with it. So that's very, very important. And it's got like pretty powerful botanicals, again, to balance hormones, to improve circulation, reduce inflammation. We can talk about all those as well. The third one, which I'm super excited about, is using a derma roller. A lot of women would be aware of using derma roller on their faces, again, for rejuvenation of the skin. Derma roller by itself, so you ask me what's proven to work. Derma roller, uh, in a couple of studies, by itself, without anything else, regrew about 15% of your hair 
just using the dermal roller on your scalp. So yeah. that's excellent data. So we how often? How Sorry, often? No, no, totally. Yeah. yeah, in the study they were doing it. So there were multiple studies. In one study they were doing it every two weeks. In one study they were doing it weekly. And in some other studies they've done it monthly or every couple of months. That's too far, I think. Uh, what we recommend with our dermal roller is if for the first three months, we recommend one to two times per week as you can. And then after three months, once per week. And then after five or six months, every couple of weeks or every three weeks. So you can start to taper off to your point. You don't have to use it forever. But again, it's one device that you buy. It's almost free if you keep using it for a long time because the cost goes down to almost zero at that point. And it has anti-aging effects. Also, your body is continuously aging. I'm, I'm talking to anti-aging experts all day long. It's just a process that we have to fight for now until we find the next generation technology that will reverse aging. And then the fourth aspect, the fourth component of our system, of our hair growth system, is a bamboo brush. And, you know, grandma, this is, again, going back to old wives' tale. This is a grandma tale. My grandma used to tell me to you know, brush my hair a hundred times every single day. And when I was losing my hair, I would not brush my hair once every single day because I was so terrified of touching it. And that's what happens to the women we talk to as well and men. And so people are just terrified of touching their hair. But incidentally, the more you touch it, the more you massage your hair, the more you get the circulation going, the more you get like stimulation going, the more blood flow comes in, the more circulation comes in, the better nutrients get provided to your hair. So it's actually ironic that the thing you're scared of helps you to regrow thicker hair. And so the combination of those four, and four tools is what we think sets us apart from everybody else and also gets really good results. How long do you need to use the products to start seeing results? That's a great question. The, typically, because of the hair cycle and how it works, what you'll notice is in the first four weeks, you'll see much decreased hair shedding. Okay. Then in the next four weeks, so now we're talking month two, you will see thicker and fuller hair on your scalp. You'll, your hair will feel a lot healthier. And by the end of month three, so around 75 to 90 days in, you'll start to see new baby hairs sprouting up along the front, uh, in the back, in the crown. So we, that's what people tell us. And I've, again, I noticed this myself when I started using. So about three-month mark, you'll see baby hairs. But much before that, you'll see improved quality of hair and higher, thicker density as well. I have baby fine hair. Okay. I probably like most people you speak to, I did not want to brush it. I would maybe brush it a hundred times once a month, maybe. And I <laughs> would have so many hairs coming out for us. But when I first heard about your work, I was like, I'm doing it. If Faraz has this gorgeous set of hair, if he has this gorgeous hair on top of his head, he must be doing something right. And the more I started brushing my hair every day, the less hair I was losing. There you go. So I feel like it's a testament to your work, but you're also pretty confident in your products because you have a money back guarantee that most companies don't offer. Yes. So we make, we want to get you as many ways to stimulate your hair follicles as possible. That's why the system includes four different products that work on your hair follicles at the same time. And we also sell a three-month bundle on our website that gives you everything you need. All of this comes together, three months of the supplements, three months of the serum, and then you get a brush and a roller. So you can use all of those for three months to see if you get results. Most, most, 
over 90% of people get great results. Uh, and if you're one of those people that doesn't get any results and you're not satisfied, we have a four-month money-back guarantee. So send it back to us. We'll take care of you. We want to help fix hair loss because I've been part of it. I was so ashamed. I was so embarrassed. I was hiding it and I couldn't speak to anybody about it. And I kept thinking about my hair loss all day long. And my, now my mother's visiting me. So we're using the derma roller on her scalp as well. And I've been doing it for her. But last night for the first time, she did it herself. So I'm super proud to help her and also help other people that need it. Oh, I love that story. And this is a product for both men and women, correct? Yeah. So typically we market and sell to women because again, we made this completely natural and women want to use all natural products. For men, if you are in the early stages of hair thinning, certainly this can stop your hair thinning and even reverse it. If you are pretty, if you're pretty gone, like if you half your hair is already gone or if you're bald, in many spots, then this will be hard. Uh, you might need stronger things, stronger pharmaceuticals to get after it if that's what you want. You might even consider transplant at some point. When you lose a hair follicle, can you regrow it? All right, you guys, I'm thinking you're getting used to these interludes in the middle of my show. Every interlude is different and specific for each show. Earlier in the show, Faraz mentioned that he used to use those hair fibers that were a bit embarrassing when they would rub off on his pillow. I did a bit of research into those fibers and the ingredients are not something that I would recommend using. These products contain colors such as yellow six, red, 33 blue one let's dig in a little bit deeper into yellow five a 2015 study looked at how human white blood cells were affected by yellow five researchers found that after three hours of exposure yellow five caused damage to human white blood cells in every concentrated test Researchers noted that the cells exposed to the highest concentration of yellow five weren't able to repair themselves. And this may make tumor growth and diseases like cancer more likely from the use of the ingredient yellow five. Since the cells of the gastrointestinal tract are exposed directly to yellow five, these cells may be more likely to develop cancer. A 2019 study measured the toxicity of yellow five. In the second part of this study, human leukemia cells were exposed to different food colorings. Researchers found that yellow five can increase tumor cell growth. The study concluded that a high chronic intake of food colorings throughout the entire life is not advisable. You might be asking yourself now, what are some other common cosmetics or foods that contain yellow five? Well, I'll tell you. It can be processed pastries such as Twinkies or neon colored sodas like Mountain Dew. It's also in a lot of kids' fruit drinks such as Sunny D, Kool-Aid Jammers, and several varieties of Gatorade and Powerade. It's also in brightly colored candy, think, candy corn, Skittles, Starbursts. It can also be in sugary breakfasts, prepackaged pasta mixes, frozen treats, and so many other cosmetics and foods. Turn over one of your favorite cosmetics and look for yellow five. It can also go by the name FDNC yellow number five. 
tartrazine and E102. Yellow 5 is a synthetic dye produced from petroleum. That is not something that I would want to put on my scalp, my face, or anywhere on my body, and it's definitely not something that I would ingest. Remember, when you're using beauty products on your scalp, they will end up directly in your bloodstream because the fastest way to get anything into your bloodstream is through the skin. All yellow dyes contain carcinogenic benzidine. Benzidine is a member of a large class of carcinogens, which was discovered in the context of bladder cancer. I don't know about you, but I don't wanna be using a product on my head that is known to cause cancer. Benzidine is considered to be toxic to humans by ingestion. Like I said earlier, it will end up in your bloodstream when you're using this product directly on your scalp. Benzidine can cause cancer in humans. Another one of the ingredients in these fibers is blue one, which may affect behavior. And symptoms include headaches, migraines, anxiety, and fatigue. Blue one can also cause chromosomal damage, which changes or breaks chromosomes of cells. This is not an ingredient that you want to be putting directly on your head, ever. Another ingredient in these popular hair fibers is ammonium chloride. Ammonium chloride is on the right to know hazardous substance list, and it can severely irritate the skin and eyes. Also, ammonium chloride may cause an asthma-like allergy. Those fibers can also contain silica. Because of the way it's manufactured, it turns into a finite dust, and this could potentially cause lung disease and lung cancer. It only takes a small amount of airborne silica dust to create a health hazard. They also contain DMDM hydantin. This can cause dermatitis. So when you're using those fibers to make your hair look thicker, you can actually be doing more damage to your scalp. Many of these colors are banned in Europe, but still approved for use in the USA. So at what length, I would ask, are you willing to go to to make sure your hair looks thick and full and beautiful? And I would say if you're using products that contain these toxic ingredients, throw them out. So I wouldn't recommend using those name brand fibers. Instead, I would probably try mixing a bit of cacao powder or cassava flour, or I even use a histidine powder as part of my dry shampoo. Of course, I feel like you know where this is headed. I would suggest you try the Fully Vital product line to regrow your hair so that you're not using these toxic chemicals on your scalp. If you want to try the product, go to fullyvital.com. You can save 15% by using my code, which is DEALY15. All right, you guys, I had just asked Faraz, when you lose a hair follicle, can you regrow it? So let's pick up from there. Yeah, so that's a great question, Ashley. We used to think that after three to five years of losing a hair, you couldn't get it back. I'm starting to think with some of the data I'm seeing and some 
anecdotal evidence that I'm seeing is that you can go even further, maybe seven to 10 years back. Yeah, so that's what I'll say. You cannot, if you're completely bald, then at this time, we cannot grow a complete set of hair again. We may, be able to, we may be able to regrow some of your hairs in certain areas that are not all gone, but it's going to take a lot for a bald person to grow it all back. Why do we lose hair for us? Yeah, great question as well. Uh, there's, especially for women, so I'll talk to men and women separately. For men, it appears that 95% of the reason for hair loss is all related to hormones and specifically testosterone converting to DHT goes to your hair follicles and starts to thin your hair and starve your hair follicles and thinner and thinner and pretty soon it becomes a wispy hair and then it's gone or it's just barely hanging on for dear life and anybody that's listening that uh, that wants to know if they have uh, this hormonal loss going on typically it starts to happen after age 35 in women and for men it happens as early as 18 because that's where testosterone is shooting up and so uh, what I recommend for women especially is if you're in the bathroom and you're taking a shower just pull and if your hair is wet like take some of the hairs that are in your hands and stick them on the tile and around the bathroom in, in the on the wall stick them on the tile so that you can see for yourself if some hairs are thicker and some are thinner that's a really easy exercise anybody can do and so once you do that then you'll start to notice that you have maybe hormonal thinning going on that is the only type of hair thinning that starts to shrink the hair follicle and so i've had multiple friends of mine call me and they weren't sure and so i had them do this exercise and sure enough a lot of times they can just tell they're like oh wow my hair is different widths and so this is what it is so that is the number one reason uh, in women what happens is after the age of 35 actually estrogen and progesterone starts to decrease uh, which causes a relative imbalance with testosterone and this testosterone can then convert to dht and contribute to hair thinning so that's how this process works and the best way to kind of address that or fight it is you have to address the hormonal impacts of the conversion of testosterone to DHT internally and externally on your scalp. And we can get into the other ways of hair thinning shortly as well. Yes, I definitely want to get into that. And I'm so glad for your work. I was actually at the grocery store the other day lining up to check out and I saw this woman on a quite popular magazine and she said how she fought her hair loss. Mm -hmm. And so I opened it up because I knew I was having you on the show and her great secret was her wig. <laughs> and oh, wow. my heart just broke for her because oh, wow. that's your product and the awareness around it is what makes me so excited for the work that you do. So let's dive into that. Let's dive into what those supplements entail and how it works and the whole shebang. Totally. Yeah. So the supplement uh, that we've created is, I'm so proud of it. It's, I believe is the best supplement on the market. And the way that you take it, first of all, is you take two pills in the morning with a meal with breakfast, let's say, and then two pills in the evening with a meal. That's how you take it. You take four pills every single day. Now, what are the pathways we're going after? The two most important pathways are the first one, you have to balance the hormones from the inside. So you have to reduce the conversion of testosterone to DHT. And so we do that using three super ingredients that are in our supplement that have been proven in scientific studies to fight exactly the hormonal thinning that we're going after. So that's number one is we want to fight that, reduce it, so that your hair can actually breathe and it can grow normally and be healthy. Uh, the next item that we want to we tackle and go after is improve the circulation to the scalp. 
And so we've got ingredients in that, that help improve circulation all over your body uh, and also over your scalp. And any men that may be taking this might also experience improved circulation at night while they're, while they're sleeping or waking up early in the morning. <laughs> so that's number two. Then we want to go after the inflammation because inflammation has been directly linked with hair thinning. And we've got curcumin that we use in our supplement to help tamp down the inflammation. It's a very anti-inflammatory that's very well regarded, comes from India. And so we've included that. Uh, stress is another thing that can cause a hair thinning and stress can actually shorten your hair cycle. So typically your hair is in the growth phase anywhere from two to seven years. But if you are constantly stressed and it can shorten that hair cycle and your hair can fall out more. And so we don't want it because then it's just going to rest for a while and then it's going to come back and it's going to be super tiny and it's going to need ears to grow back. And so we want to keep it on your head as long as possible. So we balance stress through the use of ashwagandha and other adaptogens that are very well proven as well. And then there's also nutrient aspect to hair thinning. There's the big four, or the big five, some people like to say when it comes to hair thinning. And these are mostly vitamins and minerals. So iron is very important. Vitamin D3, very important. Zinc, very important. Folate and B12, all five are very important. And so we've got those in ample uh, supply in the supplement. And we also make sure we're not doing too many or giving you too much of the dosage because some nutrients can actually cause thinning if you have too much of them like selenium and vitamin A. So we want to make sure we keep you in the middle of the range and not give you too much as well. So that's how the supplement works. Again, I can keep talking about it for hours, but those are some of the main pathways that we use to make sure you balance your body, you give your hair what it needs, and it can grow really healthy. You mentioned some of my favorite adaptogens, but also it sounds like a vicious cycle. If you're stressed out about losing hair and then you're stressed out about that, it's just this cycle that just keeps going. You're stressed yes. out, your hair isn't growing. So you mentioned adaptogens, you mentioned some of the big four. Tell me why vitamin D3 is in there and why it's so important. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Vitamin D, the more we learn about it, the more we find that it's pretty magical. Now we're discovering that it's got anti or anti-immunity uh, properties as well or to balance your immune system and provide you with extra immunity. But vitamin D3, what's been noticed is that if you're deficient in vitamin D3, which a lot of uh, the West is actually, or Northern Hemisphere, I should say, not the West, uh, then your hair tends to be less, less healthier. And so I've got trichologist friends that tell me that when people come to visit, let's say San Diego or Los Angeles from Minnesota or up north, then, then when they come down, they'll notice that after, or when they come in, initially during the visit, they'll see their hair through a microscope and it's, it is what it is, right? And then people spend four or five days in the sun and the beach, on the beach, and then they come back and they notice the hair follicles healthier and thicker and a thicker hair is growing in behind it. So it's really interesting. Vitamin D has been linked to hair health for many, many years now, and it's pretty critical. And you want to be at least in the middle of the range. A lot of people are on the low end. So you want to be at least 60 or 270 on the range in the United States, at least uh, when it comes to vitamin D. What kind of testing do you recommend to check your D levels? The blood serum test is actually quite effective for the D levels. There's only two tests that I typically recommend when it comes to figuring out what's causing hair thinning. Um, again, if uh, sometimes we do consults with them and kind of figure out what's going on if it's a complicated case. But the two tests are, number one is thyroid 
the full thyroid panel because having too low thyroid levels can actually slow down or even cause your hair thinning. So that's very important to get under consideration and review. And so that's the one test is the full thyroid panel with antibodies that I recommend. And the other one is the full iron panel because having too low iron or too much iron can cause hair thinning in both men and women. And typically women in the reproductive age tend to be low on iron and because they're losing blood every month. Uh, and so we just want to make sure that there's enough of that so you can get an all, iron also helps create hemoglobin, which delivers oxygen and nutrients to all of your cells, including your hair cells. So, uh, especially important to have that in the right amounts as well. I'm so glad you brought that up because I will always recommend an iron panel because it can be very tricky to play around with. You don't want to have too much or yeah. too little. Totally. So let's go now into the serum. I love that it dries out. It doesn't leave your hair sticky the next day. But what are the magic ingredients in the serum? Totally. We use a multiple peptides to help improve hair density and improve hair growth. We also use ingredients that help balance the DHT or the hormonal levels on the scalp, uh, including caffeine and red clover. So again, if you think about the pathways that we're going after, we want to balance the hormones with the two ingredients I mentioned. We want to improve the hair health using multiple peptides. We want to improve circulation using methyl nicotinate. That's what we use for improving circulation of the scalp. Uh, we want to provide antioxidants. So we use topical melatonin, which by the way, has been shown in studies to regrow hair, but it's also an excellent antioxidant for your skin. And we use hyaluronic acid. We use ginseng and many other goodies to either improve circulation, reduce inflammation, improve antioxidant capacity in your skin, make it younger, um, and also fight the hormones. Can you use these products if you have dandruff or psoriasis of the scalp? Yeah, if it's severe psoriasis, that is an inflammatory condition, I would recommend working with a dermatologist to get the psoriasis under control. Even though our ingredients do reduce inflammation, I wouldn't count on them by themselves. If you've got normal levels of dandruff, then I've got a really good concoction that you could use at home and then maybe use a dandruff shampoo after to get rid of it. You can use, so what I've used in the past is you can use clove, clove oil. Clove essential oil is quite strong. I've looked at the data behind this. It decimates a lot of the dandruff that sits on the human head. Uh, so you can use that. You can also mix that with tea tree oil or sea buckthorn oil. So typically co combine those three ingredients with a carrier oil like a coconut. And then I'll apply that to my scalp for a few hours and it doesn't smell bad. It's all good for a few hours. And then I'll wash it off with a dandruff shampoo. And so that seems to do really well. It seems to get rid of anything that I have for weeks. Wow. Okay. And so how often would you use that during the week? Yeah. Depends on how much dandruff you have. So I only have to use it. I don't even know when I use it last, but sometimes I'll use it once a week for you know, two or three weeks. And then um, sometimes I'll use it twice a week. So it really depends on, uh, on how you're doing with the dandruff. But I think also if you are going to wash your hair, it's a super easy thing just to apply that for maybe an hour or two before you wash it off because you're going to wash it off and coconut oil is going to make your hair look very oily. And so you use it first, wash it off, so you're good to go. Got it. Now, since we're on the topic of shampoo, what are some of the top ingredients to not 
use? This was a question that I saw multiple times on my social media when I told people that I was having a hair regrowth expert on my show. Totally. Anything. So what happened with the hair follicles is that when you're losing, your hair is getting weaker and weaker. There's the DHT, there's all these assaults going on in the hair. So you want to minimize any other damage or assaults from the environment as much as possible and keep your hair follicles super clean. If that means washing three times a week, then you should wash three times a week. Or I recommend washing three times a week in the beginning because you don't want dirt, you don't want too much sebum, it's all gonna block it all in there. So let's come back to the environment. So a lot of products that women in particular use, uh, an average woman uses about 20 products before she walks out of the house in the morning with all the beauty and bath and all that. And so if you have toxic chemicals or ingredients in your shampoos like parabens or phthalates or benzoates or formaldehyde or anything else that's damaging your scalp, then it's just gonna have, your hair is gonna have a harder time bouncing back especially when it's weak, when it's thinning. Um, I highly recommend, even overall, I recommend you very clean ingredients, but uh, especially when it's thinning, you wanna make sure you avoid anything that can damage your hair and use as natural products as possible. So I mentioned the big four, those are the ones you wanna stay away from. And then in terms of what ingredients you should use, if you're gonna use a hair shampoo, we're gonna launch a hair shampoo probably next year, it's not ready yet, but if you're gonna look for a shampoo to fight hair thinning, Make sure it's got caffeine in it. That's very, very important. Caffeine seems to get absorbed in a shampoo form as well. Uh, and then um, the other one that a lot of men seem to use is called ketoconazole. That seems to work really well. So there's a non-prescription version of it called Nizoril. And there's a prescription version, which is just the 2% of that same exact formula. It's a stronger percentage, so you need a prescription from a doctor. But ketoconazole or Nizoril are both they have the active ingredient that can help reduce the inflammation and that also uh, reduces hair thinning and even can help you regrow. Okay. And what shampoo do you use? Yeah. So I've been trying out some competitor shampoos that are thickening. So what I'm trying to figure out is what are the ingredients that I can use to not only thicken the hair follicle, but also get all the goodies that I want. And we'll talk about uh, the gray aspect of hair as well shortly. But so... What, if I were to use, I've used a shampoo from Tree, uh, Tree to Tub, I believe that's what it's called. Tree to Tub, yeah, I think that's the company. That has caffeine, that's got sulpometo, that's also got good ingredients in it as well. Typically, right now, I'm not using a hair loss shampoo, but once we get hers done, that's what I'm going to use for life. Okay, great. You just mentioned Saw Palmetto. I've mm -hmm. been hearing about that to promote hair growth. Is that in your products? Yes, absolutely. That's in our supplement because again, there's studies showing sulpometo can fight hormonal hair thinning. So we've certainly got that in our formulas. Now you touched on something very briefly. We almost skipped over it. Okay. But you're going to reverse gray hairs. Is that what I heard? We are, I wanna be very careful of what I say. So we are working on formulas to are already launched. We have worked on them to delay existing gray hair or gray hair from coming in, uh, but also to help reverse some, some gray hair. If you're completely gray, then these formulas aren't gonna make you your natural hair color. But if you're in the early stages of gray, let's say less than 30% gray, then you'll notice a lot of, a big difference when you use these for about three months or so. 
Ooh, that sounds very exciting. Do you know what causes gray hair? Absolutely, yes. So there's, again, multiple reasons for gray, but the number one, the most um, studied uh, reason that we know that gray hair exists today or is caused is because of excess hydrogen peroxide. And this is just when there's free radicals that are attacking your cells, your body fights back against them. That creates hydrogen peroxide in your cells. That's what bleaches the hair follicle and reduces the melanin in your melanocytes. So number one, we want to get rid of the H2O2 or hydrogen peroxide. And your body can naturally do it with an enzyme called catalase. But as we get older with aging, the catalase starts to drop and the environmental factors or the things that are attacking your hair follicles win. And therefore, that leads into production of hydrogen peroxide that can wipe the white or the grays. And so what we do is we come after this in a lot of ways. So number one, there's two real components that are very, very important. Number one is the stem cells. There's actually melanin or melanocyte stem cells that create the melanocytes that create the melanin or the color. And so those are the two things, the melanocytes and the stem cells that you got to protect. Uh, what we have in our forms is we've got ingredients that help create a DNA or improve DNA repair mechanisms in those cells. So if the DNA gets damaged, the DNA can get damaged in a lot of ways, by the way, Ashley. In this, if you stand in the sun for 10 minutes, you will damage a lot of DNA in your scalp. But your body is remarkable in that it can heal pretty quickly. Uh, and so what we're providing, especially for grays, we're helping reduce the damage from you know, radiation or other ways on the DNA so that the cell survives. So that's number one. Number two is we've got ingredients that help get rid of the hydrogen peroxide. The excess hydrogen peroxide, these are typically glutathione or related compounds. So we've got serine, which converts to glutathione. We've got vitamin C. We've got lipoic acid. All of these scavenge hydrogen peroxide out of your scalp to give your hair the best chance of getting normal color. The other, the third thing I would say is we use natural ingredients that help increase melanin synthesis or the color synthesis in your own cells. So this is your own natural color that you were born with. And that's what it's going to go back to when it does go back. It's not that you're going to go darker when you weren't dark to begin with. It's just going to go back to whatever you have uh, for okay. your color. Sounds pretty dreamy. So <laughs> we talked about the supplements. We talked about the serum. I'm a big fan of the Derma Roller. I have one for my face. Nice. And I'm curious to learn... Can I use the serum in conjunction with the derma roller? That's what we recommend because what happens, so you hit the nail on the head. What happens is that when you use the derma roller on your scalp, then it will open the channels. And I think women know this intuitively much more than men. We don't think about channel opening and like ingredient delivery, but women seem to know this. And so when you do use the derma roller, it opens up these channels for a little while. And that is when you can add the serum or apply the serum to your scalp for even better penetration. And also what we've done is we want to help heal this pretty quickly. So we've got ingredients that help heal any tiny amount of damage that the derma rolling is going to cause. So the supplement includes copper and vitamin C to help rebuild collagen pretty quickly. The serum also includes copper peptides and ginseng and centella to help balance and heal the skin pretty quickly. So yes, we're causing tiny micro injuries because that helps grow hair. But we're also making sure we're helping heal your skin so it gets younger and there's more collagen and more hair. Yes. So years ago, I worked in a thyroid clinic. And one of the telltale signs that I learned about a thyroid imbalance was when women started to lose the edge of their eyebrows yes. near their eyes. 
And I'm wondering, can this product be used on your eyebrows as well as the derma roller? Yeah, totally. So derma roller is, you can use it on your face, you can use it on your eyebrows, you can use on your body if you want, though for the body you might want a longer needle. Uh, at least that's what people recommend. So this one is safe for the face as well as the scalp and the eyebrows. So you can use it there. Um, and then you can use the serum as well to help with that. Now, if it's a thyroid condition that's causing the thinning, it will cause the thinning around your and the edges of your eyebrows as well as your hair or your scalp. And depending on how severe the hypothyroidism or the hyperthyroidism is, we may it, our products may work perfectly for you or we may recommend that you deal with the thyroid first, make sure that's balanced before we start to regrow your hair. Okay. Now let's talk about styling your hair. I was a personal trainer for years and years, and I would always wear my hair up in a tight ponytail or a bun. Is that bad? Yes, that is, uh, that is bad. And let me explain why. The more you pull on your hair, now, this can even happen with things like extensions that are glued in. They're just adding pressure. If you're ha you have very tight hairstyles, you're pulling them up or you're yanking your hair, the more pressure you apply to your hair follicles, the weaker they get over time. So you'll see a lot of women that are losing their hairs on the front and the sides and the temples because they have it pulled back in a tight ponytail. Um, that's called traction alopecia. There's a scientific name for it. And Again, you want to be careful because the longer you do it for, the more damage your hair follicle gets. And at some point, you may experience permanent hair loss, which will be very hard to recover in those areas. So my recommendation, if you're a woman listening that's you know, doing tight hairstyles or putting it up in a ponytail all the time, just be careful and let your hair relax a little bit more. That's good advice. I'll start taking that. And good. what about red light therapy? Does that work to help regrow hair? Yeah, red light can help. So the way, for your listeners, the way red light therapy works is it helps increase mitochondrial function inside of your sense, inside your cells, basically increases energy. And so anything that increases energy helps your cells do their job more effectively. And yes, there are scientific studies that have shown that red light therapy can help improve hair. Some of the studies were done in very questionable periods of time. Uh, for example, they'll do a study from summer to November timeframe. And so in those six months, they're going to show you that we regrew 20% hair, where in fact, what happens is that the human hair goes to a natural evolution and a cycle. In the fall, you'd lose maybe 15, 20% of hair, and then you start to regrow that back later on. So they, they catch the cycles just right. And instead of you losing that hair, the red light therapy just prevents and extends the hair cycle. And so then they claim that we regrew 20% hair Whereas if they didn't do anything, the hair would probably grow back by itself. But even that said, I think it's a good thing to add to your protocol. Again, if you're using, if you're trying to use a lot of things, that may be something I would consider adding to my protocol for a short period of time. What is the biggest challenge, Faraz, that you've had with your company or trying to help people realize that your product works? Yeah, great question, Ashley. The, what we've realized is there's so many products on the market now. Everybody and their mother and their aunt is making a hair supplement and they're making a serum and they're making like 50 products and one of them just happens to be hair. And so they're pitching women on a lot of these products and hiring fake influencers to make videos about, oh, how it works. 
And that is a challenge. And that's why there's a lot of frustration in the market. And a lot of women will actually come to us and say, I don't believe anything. I've tried everything. And so that's the challenge, I think, uh, in this environment is that everybody's trying to pitch hair growth with whatever products they've come up with. That's Their company doesn't focus on just hair. Their company focuses on 50 things. And they hire some chemist to make a formula uh, or even doctor that doesn't know hair very well. And then they move on. So that's the challenge. You have to be very careful as a consumer now because uh, your dollars matter. And so just make sure that the company that you're buying from is legitimate. There's somebody that's that stands behind it. It's not a no name, no face company. And that you can trust what they're doing is the right thing to do. And if they have a longer money back guarantee, that typically means that they're willing to take the risk with you instead of just selling stuff to you and then disappearing. I think that's really good advice. And I know listeners can only hear us today, but I can't wait for them to go to your website and see that the face or more the hair of the company is yours and that it works. What haven't I asked you that you want my listeners to know? You know, Ashley, that's also a great question. What I did learn in all of my years when I was out there looking for solutions we, when we get some condition or we get a disease or we have hair loss, for example, it seems so harsh and it seems so unfair. And a lot of times people will try different things. And if you are one of them and you've tried a supplement or a serum or something and it hasn't worked for you, you've tried multiple, I just want to tell you that it's not your fault. The human body is magical in everything that I've seen. It knows already how to heal. And you just have to give it the right ingredients and you just have to work with it for a little bit of time. You have to kickstart it back into the growth or whatever else you want it to do or healing the disease. And so the more I learn about the body, the more I'm in awe of how beautiful this machine is. And that is why we want to help not only with providing education, we want to provide resources, we want to provide you a four-month money-back guarantee to make sure that we're there with you all the way. You're the hero of your story. We're just, help, we're just here to support. I love that. You wrapped it up so nicely. One question I forgot to ask you is why bamboo? Why is there a bamboo brush? Yeah, totally. So the reason we used bamboo is that I don't want to use any physical, sorry, not physical, but uh, plastic products in any of our line because what plastic does is there's, it leaches off many chemicals. First of all, it's made of chemicals. Number two, those chemicals start to leach off and they leach off even worse when there's heat or it's, it plays around heat or heat devices. And so we definitely want to make sure that we use eco-friendly uh, things, materials, and also wood is pretty natural. So it doesn't do any chemical, there's no chemicals coming out of the wood into your hair follicles. There's no damage happening. And your body just is, it's using natural um, products to, to heal. And even when the other interesting piece is that you're going to use the bamboo to really brush your follicles really aggressively which again lead to more um, plastics coming out uh, or chemicals coming out of the plastic. So we want to make sure that we use very, very natural. Also, bamboo is one of the fastest growing plants or trees in the planet, and it's very sustainable. Wow. Faraz, I had no idea. I have a bamboo brush and I've heard that it's important, but I'm such a big proponent of not using or buying anything stored in plastic, and it didn't really dawn on me a to use a brush not made of plastic, but that completely makes sense. What about blow drying your hair? Is heat bad? Should I not be blow drying and styling my hair every day? 
Heat is also bad, unfortunately, it dries out your hair and um, over time it can damage the hair follicles. So what I would recommend, again, I know that it's hard and you want to look your best and you want to have goddess hair your whole life, I get it. But if you can, try to air dry as much as possible and or if you do need to use a blow dryer, then at normal temperature, not very high temperatures. Same thing when it comes to those irons that women tend to use a lot as well. Just avoid using very high irons that are at a high temperature because that can damage the hair follicles too. That's great advice. Faraz, where can people go to learn more about you and your company? Totally. So I've got a podcast myself, as you do, Ashley. It's called Anti-Aging Hacks. So you can look that up. And then, of course, for the products for hair wellness and hair growth and also delaying, uh, reversing some of the grays, you can go to fullyvital.com. I'm so glad that we had you on the show today. I can't wait for listeners to check out your products. I feel like this is one of the most relevant conversations I've had because everybody wants to show up looking their best with a great head of hair on their shoulders, right? Is that the way you say that? So I'm really glad that you've created your company, that you've spent so much time around experts and that you keep innovating. Faraz, thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. If you're looking to save 15% on the Fully Vital kit, go to fullyvital.com and use the code DEALY15 to save 15%. This is a product that I've done a lot of research on. I personally use it. I now brush my hair a hundred times every day, and I can't tell you how much better my hair looks and feels. If you or someone you know is struggling with hair loss, this is a product that I would definitely check out. Thanks so much for joining me today. Until next time. This podcast is presented for educational and exploratory purposes only. Published content is not intended to be used for diagnosing or treating any illnesses, disease, or disorders. Those responsible for this show disclaim any responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of this information presented by myself or my guests. Please consult with your healthcare provider before using any products or services referenced in this podcast. This podcast may contain paid endorsements for products or services. Any third-party materials or content of any third-party site reference on this show do not necessarily reflect the opinions of standards or the policy of my guests. This podcast and my website, ashleydeely.com, represent the opinions of myself. The content discussed on the show should not and does not replace medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. Episodes on Welcome to Wellness may at times cover sensitive topics, including, but not limited to, depression, suicide, COVID-19, vaccines, events related to the pandemic, 5G, big pharma, nootropics, circumcision, psychedelics, hormones, the Women's Health Initiative, birth control, the use of plants medicine, abortion, geoengineering, terrorism, gender, AI, and sex drugs and rock and roll. You are advised to refrain from listening to this podcast if you are likely to be offended or adversely impacted by any of these topics. However, if these topics are of interest to you, you just may have found your tribe. The information or opinions expressed on the Welcome to Wellness show are solely the views of the individuals involved by no means represent absolute facts. Opinions expressed by the host and the guests can change at any time. The views of my guests are solely their views and the Welcome to Wellness show does not accept responsibility for them. And any action you take on the information contained within the show is strictly at your own risk.
The Welcome to Wellness host, Ashley Dealey, will not be liable for any losses or damages in connection with the use of this podcast. You should take all necessary steps to ascertain the information you receive from this podcast is correct and has been verified. None of the guests or contributors on the Welcome to Wellness podcast will be responsible for your use of the information contained therein. Under no circumstances will the Welcome to Wellness show or my affiliates, partners, suppliers, licenses, or guests appearing on this show be liable for any direct or indirect or consequential damage arising from your use of or inability to access this podcast. All intellectual property rights belong to Ashley Dealey included but not limited to the copyright and any other rights in the design you are permitted to use the welcome to wellness podcast for personal use but not for commercial use without license you may not make any recordings of or otherwise copy this podcast if you breach these terms you lose the right to access the welcome to wellness podcast and you must destroy or return any copies of the recordings you have made guests on the welcome to wellness podcast may at times provide information on or read extracts from third parties copyrighted work The Welcome to Wellness podcast does not provide any medical or professional advice within these episodes. Anything said should not be taken as replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice, diagnosis, or medical intervention. If you take any action or inaction as a result from the content you consume from the Welcome to Wellness podcast, this is based solely on your decision and the Welcome to Wellness podcast and Ashley Dealey and my guests cannot be held liable for any of the consequences of such action or inaction. Thank you.